All right, so there are tens of thousands of people at the National Mall in Washington, D.C. As they gather to support Israel, they gather to fight against a significant rise in anti-Semitism. And there has been a, a, a clear bipartisan support for this. Mike Johnson, the new Speaker of the House, spoke. Chuck Schumer, the Senate Majority Leader, spoke. Hakeem Jeffries, the Minority Leader in the House, is speaking now. So a, a nice showing from a bipartisan lawmaker panel on in the National Mall. Absent is the president and the vice president. The president is heading, I believe, out to California for a campaign event. He's skipping this. And the vice president, uh, there was no word whether or not she was going to attend. Um, but uh, good to see some of the, 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 the top brass on Capitol Hill making an appearance. You know, the big three is, is, is going to face an evolution. And that evolution is almost... You know, an amalgamation of different things. There is a transition happening from from internal combustion engines to electrified vehicles. Number one. Number two, there is a, going to be a significant uptick for for UAW workers that are going to be tasked with building these new generation of vehicles, and you're going to see a reduction of workforce because it doesn't take as many people to build electric vehicles. And now what we're seeing out of Stellantis is buyout offerings for up to 6,400 white-collar workers in the United States. It is a very interesting, potentially first domino to fall. I would imagine that there's even a possibility that other automakers are going to have to make these same similar moves. But the industry as a whole is facing a very precarious, rocky near future. Why? Well, you're still dealing with uh, uh, an uncertainty in the marketplace. Interest rates are still fluctuating, and they are currently higher than they were even a year ago, year and a half ago, two years ago. And that's giving pause to some in the market who may be looking at new vehicles. Sam Fiorani is the Vice President of Global Vehicle Forecasting for Auto Forecast Solutions and joins us. Sam, it's great to have you. Great to be here. Well, why is Stellantis taking this move now? Well, part of it is that is a remnant from their three-year-old merger. Uh, they have to have too many people doing the same jobs across all their continents uh, around the world. So even though they said that they would not need to reduce headcount that much, there's got to be redundancy here, there, and everywhere. I mean, when you talk about 6,400 people, that, that's a substantial amount of your workforce. What, what factors uh, outside of potentially the, the merger, what factors is Stellantis looking at as a, as a justification for this? Oh, you, you've absolutely touched on it. We're, we're in an industry in transition at the moment. We're not only looking at uh, moving to electric vehicles, but uh, we're also – having economic problems at the moment, or at least perceived ones. So if we have the buyers looking at uh, the potential of higher interest rates or lower interest rates, their decision to, to buy a car today is, is at risk. So we're fighting economic effects, and we're fighting a, a transition in the industry itself. And at the, both these things are not going to settle themselves out in the next few months.
would it be easier for a company like Stellantis, maybe, if they were just going through an electric vehicle change, um, that's something that they could they could stomach or handle. And I'm not saying they can't, but it would be easier. But when you pair that with some of the other market issues, does that create a perfect storm of of uncertainty, of of just not really knowing exactly your next three, four, five, six, seven steps? Ten years ago, this industry was relatively stable. We were growing back from the from the Great Recession, and everything was was on an even keel. Today, there are so many changes that this is like a new industry. We're we're just wading through all the changes, and it's it's hard on everybody. We've got new companies coming in, competing with the the old guard. We have the old guard just trying to. Uh, position themselves properly with the stock market. There's a lot going on for every company, and Stellantis has the merger as well. I, I've seen different forecasts on the 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 potential rise in a cost of vehicle as a result of the UAW tentative agreements that have been agreed to, um, not ratified yet, but expected to be. Who wins out in this case in terms of stability going forward? Is it the big three who is under uh, these now UAW contracts once again? Or is it other automakers, the Toyotas, the Hondas, the Hondas, that maybe have a leg up? Because not only are they dealing with uncharted waters, but they're not they don't. That's not an extra thing that they have to worry about from a union perspective. Oh, but it is something they have to worry about because uh, President Fain has already decided that the next target for the UAW is going to be all the transplants and all the startups and Tesla. So they're at risk right now of being unionized. So if you if you raise all the workers in the Detroit three, raise all their wages, you're bringing up the whole industry. And if you're one of the companies that is not organized at the moment and you don't raise your rates, the, U, U, the UAW has an opportunity to get in there and uh, organize your workforce. There's a lot more for the for the others than for the Detroit Three, who who have more stable uh, way ahead because they have potentially have a contract on the table. So Stellantis sounds like they're going to be offering these buyouts to to 6,400 people around the United States. Could we see similar moves from from General Motors from Ford? It's possible. As we're looking to to cut costs in this transition, there's a lot of money that's being invested now that wouldn't normally be invested. You know, if you're designing an internal combustion engine, you know what you've done in the past. You know what you have to do in the future. Now we're building a new supply chain. We're building new battery plants. We're building new new motor plants. There's a lot more that has to be done for this transition to go forward. So it's going to cost a lot more money. Uh, People forget that it took Tesla billions of dollars to get to where they are now. Yeah. You know, I think it's, I I think we talk about this transition um, in, in, in this, you know, media space, almost it's, it's, it's almost blase. It's like, well, they're going to start building electric vehicles, but it's so much more difficult. It's so much more nuanced. And and this switch from ICE vehicles to EVs, it, it can't be understated how big of a transition this really is. I mean, we haven't seen this type of transition in the automobile industry in, I, I mean, forever. Absolutely. No, it's it, since the since the Model T has we have has this industry seen such a change uh, prior to the Model T. Most of the market was steam and electric vehicles. So we're, we're looking at the first upheaval in a century. 
Uh, it's a lot to go on, and everybody has to to pitch in and build battery plants, uh, change over uh, powertrain plants, redesign assembly lines. There's a lot going on that that not everybody is noticing. So GM last, uh, or I guess just a few months ago in April, had r- roughly 5,000 people accept buyout offers. Uh, Ford offered buyouts to about 2,000 salaried workers as well. Um, and I think there was another 1,000 workers in, 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 in contract workers. So this this could be um, uh, maybe Stellantis catching up or maybe setting a new trend. Or as you mentioned, because of the merger, um, that's why those numbers could be a little bigger. Sam Fiorani with uh, Auto Forecast Solutions. Thank you so much. Appreciate the time and insight. Thanks so much. Yep, we got to take a break. More coming up next on JR Afternoon. Get you updated as well on the protest happening in Washington, D.C. on the National Mall.